All right, we're back. Part two. Part two. Fistful of snacks of the lost episodes of the lost episodes. Gang, gang. No. Liddy gang. No. No. <laughs> no none of that. <laughs> All right. Fistful of snacks. Part two with your host Kevin. Uh, this is Alex. Yo, yo. All right, we made you wait a week for the section. Oh, we're gonna make it wait a week. Yes, we're making them wait. Oh a week. man! All right, cool. Um, yeah. It's a week later. It's a week later. You had a week to process the last episode. Yeah. Wow. It was pretty deep. We left it pretty. We I left guess it that was. Off. I think it was the perfect comeback episode. Yeah. Comeback season. Now is this gonna be like the the bad sequel, part two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like right. the, what have you been doing lately? Yeah. Kind of like a little bit more about the the uh, the hosts, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the author, you know, like exactly. You open up the book. Exactly, exactly. The first the first episode was like, hey, this is the book that we're selling. Yeah. <laughs> the second part is like the documentary behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. BTS. <laughs> the lost episodes. Alright. I mean, I guess we could just hop right into it with uh, a question that Caitlin came up with. Okay. Um, if you could teach any college course, what would it be? Oh, man. Um, I would teach... And don't feel like you need to be like, oh, I would do physics. Like, it could be anything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would there not be, like, African-American studies <laughs> or some shit like that. Wakanda forever, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would, I would teach um, um, uh, a course on happiness. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Or just, like... It would be how to live your best life. Yeah. Wait, wait. We just start the course happiness, and then you start the course out with it's not attainable. <laughs> like, just set them off real low, and then when you your midterm, you gotta be like really happy. I, <laughs> um, yeah, I would teach some kind of like obscure course like that, oh, man. man. I, I, would, I just want, man. The thing about school is sometimes it can just be so, just research heavy. Overwhelming, very structured. Or just too much. Too would you much. spend the first two days going over the syllabus? I would be, um, I would be like, um, what's his name? Um, come on, Robin Williams in like Dead Poet Society. <laughs> is that, is that, Dead, I don't know. No, I don't no, know. Yeah, is, is it, it is, is, is it yeah, 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 You on. know, where he just like stands on the chair and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> just you know, like oh, oh my god, it's like unlike any course I've the ever dean had. Dean is all angry at you. <laughs> yeah. How can he teach happiness? You can't teach that, that. Out of course. You spend I have the all, entire I have all these first kids. semester like teaching the kid kids about happiness. I have like a wait list. People are like, dude, I'm for sure taking my this captain, class. My captain, <laughs> I'm for sure taking this easy A. <laughs> of course, I'm happy as hell. Yeah, I could see issues with that. Yeah, maybe. If someone's unhappy while be taking a oh, course of yeah. happiness or happiness. I I just want a course where or or if I could pick 30 kids and teach a course about like um just life. 
just maneuvering through like like people understand forcing people to experience other people's cultures. Ooh. So I'd pick like uh uh like an inner city kid, a very affluent kid, and like an athlete, and like a musician, and like a. a, a Why is it when you said inner city kid? I bitch. I already know what you meant. What? What? An inner city. An inner city white kid. Okay, (laughs) fair. I'd have Slim Shady in my class, okay? Okay, You're like mixing up several different movies together. <laughs> but like, I'd, I'd love to teach a course like that where it's just like, okay, there's not really a curriculum and we kind of figure it out on the, on the run, you know? And, and the, the objective is for people to sh- just share lives, you know? Yeah. Perspective is so huge in life, I feel, you know? I think the more you're able to relate to people, the more of like, uh, and it's and, and and people have their own experiences, their own life, like their own ideologies about this whole thing that we call life. But I think being able to put yourself in other someone else's shoes, regardless of your own beliefs, right? Yeah, I think is just something that's just really um, it's it's hard to come by. Yeah, I think in the climate that we live in, especially yeah, especially right now, because everyone's you so have to pick silent. a side. Everyone's got to pick a side. You have Everyone's to. So silo. Right? And it's like, how dare you believe this? You know? And it's just like, well, you know, it's Understand like some people... Understand why this person may have thought. For sure. Like, some people Whether like... Whether or not is their white supremacist or not. Right. For example, though, like, even... And, and by no means am I condoning this, right? But, like, let's say your whole life, you're just surrounded by white supremacists. Yeah. You didn't pick that. That was yeah. just the environment that you're brought up in. Yeah. Can we truly, like, kind of like blame those people? And I hope I'm not being like insensitive, right? But like, no. if you've if you've been in that environment and, and yeah. all you know is that life, and you love those people because they 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 love and take care of you. Yeah. Right. Like, it that does make a lot of sense to me, to be honest, because I don't feel like enough of that's going on where people are trying to think of what it's like or why this person possibly could be thinking this way or feeling that way exactly feeling that way because like you can't just oust someone out of society because they become crazier if you oust them out like you have to understand why they are the way they are yeah and try to like bring them back like hey and I, and I and I and I'm so glad we're talking about this here's why and this is the thing that I've really learned about traveling yeah um and, and why I think it's so important and it's worth its weight in gold. When you travel and you experience grace from somebody that looks so different from you, from another part of the oh, world, yeah. and you're already vulnerable because you're not comfortable. This is not your home. Yeah. Right? When you experience that, it's impossible to be a racist. Yeah. Because why does this person care about me when they don't need to? Yeah. Why, are they, why is somebody letting me into their home or taking me on a on a tour sure, sure. or whatever it is right like that in an in an essence i think has helped me relate to a lot of different types of people and why i think it's so important when you do meet somebody who's different from you to show them and show up for them the best person that you can be mm-hmm. right and and to really disarm them right i swear like it's impossible to be a racist when you've experienced that kind of unconditional care or love. Yeah. 
right? Like, for example, if we took a white supremacist and we took him to Ghana, Africa, in a village where everyone was black. Yeah. Right? And he relied on those people. And regardless of this person's background, right, or, or what their experiences were up until that point, these this Ghanaian village just loves and just cherishes this person and just really just uh, shows up and cooks, feeds, clothes, you know, takes care of this person. Are you, are you, are you really going to come out of that experience and just like, yep, I hate them motherfuckers, you know? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's impossible. And I think that's the big thing. And I think that's why I think it's so important to get out of your bubble. Yeah. Yes. Very important. Certainly. And I think that's why it's awesome. Like, so would that be like your course name would be breaking the bubble. Mm hmm. Breaking down barriers. <laughs> Professor Chung. Professor <laughs> It's just like, but w- what time would your class be? Um, definitely not in the morning. Because <laughs> I know me in college, not oh, like, no. at yep. least past noon. <laughs> and not on a Friday either. No, it'd be Friday. Actually, actually, it'd be Friday mornings. Worst <laughs> <laughs> Friday, Friday mornings. I, I take pride in this. I never took a Friday. I never took a Friday class. <laughs> really? Not Whoa. my entire college career. No way. That was I was dedicated to my craft. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can only joke like that because number one, I have a degree and uh, I have a job, and so it's like it's funny now. Yeah. But I'm sure in the morning, my parents were like, "Dude, like take this seriously." <laughs> I mean, but that would be the kid. class that I would teach. Kevin, what do you think? Would you take that class? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Do you think that's important? Hell, yeah, it would be. Because even us right now, like, we're so different. But the cool thing is we are able to connect. Yeah. We're able to humble ourselves and show up for each other. And, like, I don't know where that comes from from you. And, like, for me, it's just, like, I've just, I've, I've been very fortunate to be surrounded with all types of people. Yeah. And I think that's something that's been really cool about growing up in Southern California is just like, for me, there wasn't like a dominant race. There was enough of a a collection of people where like, I, I hope this doesn't sound irresponsible, but like, I don't really, I don't really see people as like, oh, like their races, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I mean, I, I guess I do, but like, I, no, no, no. And like, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. you know, like obviously they're experiencing, well, no, you, like, you know, you see them and you don't like, you don't see the stereotypical. Things. Exactly. Like I, I see them how I experience them and yeah. how they, um, in, interact with me. Yeah. You know, like I don't come in with any preconceived notions per se. Right. Like, Oh, because you're, you're black. Oh, this is what I, these are like the five things that like, you know, I think about you now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think something similar I would teach in college is one, like kids are like adults mm-hmm. are just kids. Mm-hmm. Adults are kids at heart. Mm-hmm. And like teaching that to people and like not taking themselves too seriously. Sure. That's very important. Especially going on, and then when you raise kids, like, the course would all be about, like, remember what you were thinking. Or, like, remember what you were, like, as a kid, experiencing the world. And and as, I think as people get older, they get, like, they think, like, there's less 
less does they have less Im- imagination to sure. what possibly could be sure and they follow routines and we're yeah. like but in actuality everyone's just kids like kids raising kids yeah and they have to just understand that that's funny because um um my one of my best friends Nate his older brother and his wife are having a kid yeah and it's funny because his parents, they're older. They've mm-hmm. seen a lot of life. But they're going through this for the first time. Yeah. You know, and so it's funny because they're like, they don't know how to act or they don't know how to to show because it's the first kid. They're, it's their first time being grandparents. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's funny because in that sense, it's it's their first time, you know, and they're, they're seeing it for the first time as well. And, um, you know, I'm sure if this happens again, they did do things differently. Yeah. For sure. But I, I, I see exactly what you mean. Well, there's like so many people who like get into college. Mm-hmm. Like obviously I'm targeting that age group. They get into college and they like have this full expectation that they're, I'm an adult now. Yeah. And I need to do these adult things. Mm-hmm. Like I need to do, I can't do this anymore. I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of, saw, like that, is harmful in a way to to limit yourself from sure. the reactions. That's like your that's your nature. Yeah. Like that's you can't change that. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's the first course. Second okay. course, uh, I took this course in college called the Phenomenology of Religion, nice. which is about like the foundation of religions across time and why they. Ex- like why why did man believe afterlife and then it goes mm-hmm. further and further, and I want to like take that and combine that with clinical psychology and biology, so that yeah. like you understand like why is it that humans believe that religion exists or whether or not it does, um, but in a scientific way. So like if you think about it, like everyone has these beliefs and they all connect. It's similar to, like, the internet. Sure. So, like, everyone believes in a certain idea. Yeah. And because everyone believes in that idea, it becomes its own thing. Like, Google is... Yeah. In, out there and in, in, in the internet. Sure. In the cloud. Sure. And it is a thing. You know it by its identity as Google because it's connected to all these repositories of data and information. Like, I think it's important to understand that previous civilizations thought of this similar idea. Yeah. And there are lessons to be learned in that. Instead of just like, well, in the way. I hate hate when people look back in history and with that attitude of like, like, they didn't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally agree. And what I'm realizing at this point in my life is, how little I know. Yeah. You know? And and I think you 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 get to an age where you're like, oh yeah, I know some things. But I think it's funny because that's so that's so interesting you bring that up because I've realized that sometimes my own intellect blinds me. Yeah. You know, my perce- it's not even my intellect, my perceived intellect. Because I think I know things, right? That I completely shut off like yes. certain certain aspects of my life or whatever where it's just like oh i'm i'm educated or i'm i'm an intellectual so i don't believe this yeah and i think that's what's funny is 
thinking about it now um, and, and where I am in my life, I'm like, ah, there's so much I don't know. How yeah. dare I think I have all the answers? Yeah. There's so many phenomena. You could study for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right? Um, and you still won't know everything. No. You know? And I think that it, that is the beauty of of why life is interesting is you can't explain everything. You know, you can't explain everything. Um, and you just kind of have to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's something that I've run into a lot where, where people, you know, have come to me and they're like, Oh, I, I, I know this as fact. Yeah. And I know this as like, fact. Do you though? You're human. Yeah. You know, you're, you're only using maybe 10% of your brain. Yeah. How do you know everything? Very limited to what you could possibly. And I think in a way, because like, Religion and spirituality, all of it, is not just you single in a singularity, but it also exists as a group. Like a lot of people, there was a like after the Renaissance period, everyone there was a change, a shift in religion where everyone was thinking I and mm-hmm. and me and and God or whatever, whatever you believe in. But it, there's also like you live in society; you cannot be part apart from it, right? And I feel like that is just an important part and the idea of spirituality that it is. Just like what you were referencing before, like meeting people and opening them up. And like, I feel like that just is just as important as you finding out who you you are yourself. For sure. Because we're very social animals. For sure. And I think going through life, I, I understand that we're not meant to be by ourselves. Human beings oh, yeah. are just relational by nature. Well, just think about like the worst punishment you could ever be put in. Yeah, solitary confinement. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my nightmare. It makes people go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and so I, I think that's – I'm so glad that you bring that up um, because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot, right, is there are just unexplained phenomenon. So you just can't – you can't reason you just have to accept it as okay. It's unexplainable, yeah. right? Um, and so, yeah, ooh, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect this to go this way, but here we are. <laughs> well, this leads into your uh, new phrase. I've never heard this one before. Uh, you said, "Open up the black box." Yeah, 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 yeah. This has kind of been the biggest thing. Um, the the so this is my new, have you ever been in love question? Um, and I got this actually uh, from such a funny source. Um, my sister's boyfriend, James. Shout out to you, James. If you're listening to this, is um, I, I literally had like a two-hour conversation with him on Sunday. No way. Uh, over lunch just about this exact topic and how much it's impacted and influences me. But uh, he tells me this, he told me this story uh, a while back, actually, right after I got, or no, right after my first day of, or my first week of training at Tesla, we all went out to lunch, me, my sister, and James, and mm-hmm. um, they were telling me about the night before, and um, this story just impressed me. It really um, challenged me, um, where they were just hanging out late at night, just kind of hanging out. 
Um, and James asked the question of what's the most impactful moment of your life where you learned something that fundamentally changed the way that you saw and perceived the world? Oh, shit. And he asked that. And, and this kid's like, I mean, he's not a kid, but he's, what, 23? Yeah. I wish at 23 I was thinking about something. Like, I wish <laughs> I had the ability the f- and the foresight. depth and yeah. the foresight to ask a question like that. And I was blown away. And the funny thing is his story is just so relatable and um, simple. So he tells me about his story. Um, When he was really young, he had a Game Boy or something. He had some sort of video game. Um, It was like Street Fighter or something. And when he first started playing, he was just mashing buttons. Like everyone relates to that. Any fighting game, like yeah. you don't know what you're doing. You yeah, just mash all the buttons together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you mash all the buttons, and then if you mash the correct amount of buttons, you win. Yeah. Um, and he was playing like that, and he realized, oh, I'm not as good as I thought I could be in this. And so, what he did was, oh, maybe I could try different combinations yeah. to see if I can do different moves, right? And so. Trial and error, trial and error. He he kept trying these different combinations. And then after a certain amount of time, he learned how to do different things within the game. Simple. And he got better and he beat the game or whatever. You know, he got really good at it. And what he learned in that moment was, oh, I can teach myself these things. I can teach my, I could take a step back, Whoa. try things. And teach myself a way to get to the result that I want. So the way I like to translate that and transpose that is, oh, you can open up the black box, take out the different pieces and put it together and create something. Right? Right? And it's so simple because we've all played games where we just mash the buttons and to take that step and and he asked he challenged his friends and he asked th- them all that question I you feel know? like a lot of people in a way go through life just mashing, mashing buttons, the buttons yes just yes. mashing the buttons and seeing what like just hoping it works right right but it takes like and that's the thing about oh my god that's the thing about James right yeah. and i and i told them in that moment i was like James I, I don't think, maybe you can realize this now, but the impact of that little trivial thing. Yeah. James went to Cal. He works at a great company. Well, I think one of the big four or something. Like, the guy's killing life. But at every challenge, he can open up the back black box, take out the things, teach himself something. And he has that confidence, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to know that, ah, anything, I could just... Teach myself. Wow. Yeah. No, to be honest, that's... Holy shit. That's right? like how I go about a lot of things. It's like... Yeah. I open totally relate. Just open up the black box. See what's inside. Learn it. And then assemble it. Yeah. Stop mashing buttons. There's so many people out there. Mashing buttons. Mashing buttons. And I think... You know what, to be honest, the funny thing is... I think up until we had that conversation... I was mashing buttons. What? Really? Yeah. I think there there might have been a little bit of tact and thoughtfulness behind each decisions. Mm-hmm. But between each mash. Right. Well, sometimes you win, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You win. The yeah, game is that, set up like that yeah. where where you where you, you can win. You could win. You could you know, mash it's not, the right enough and Right. 
But that's the thing is to control that in the sense of just like, oh, what can you teach yourself for you to understand fundamentally how to get some uh, the result that you want, right? And I think the funny thing is, um, it's it in that little conversation, like set up eighteen for me. Two thousand eighteen has been op- open up the black box, and I sh- and the thing is, let me tell you one thing, and and it's kind of like. Moving ahead of about the conversation, you're but, playing Tekken again. Well, it's it's even to like it's even to like Street backtrack fire. a little bit. But we talked about ego in the last episode and humbling myself. Yeah, that moment impacted me, and I was I wanted to tell James, but like my pride and my ego, no. I'm just like this guy's a kid. He doesn't know. In he's my sister's boyfriend. You yeah. know, I'm like I didn't want to tell him, but I knew that like, dang, that shook me. Yeah. And every time I ask that question to anybody, it rocks their world because yeah. it's so – the precision of the message is just so yeah. piercing. Um, but I, I, I finally told them and I was like, James, I've been dying to tell you this for like two, three months. But like this stupid little conversation that we had in the moment, you probably forgot about it. Yeah. You probably never thought about it again. But to me, it's been the center of everything and conversation interaction that I have right now. And I want to thank you. Yeah. And I told them, you have a bit of currency, like we said in the last episode, you know, that you need to share with people. I challenge you to keep doing that. You need to keep asking people and your friends questions like that so that they could come into their own epiphanies. Yeah. So they could stop mashing buttons, you know? And so I think that's, that's been the crazy thing. So, um, so the cool thing is I've been trying to open up the black box a lot, mm-hmm. but to give you like that starter pack of like, how do you go about doing this is you have to fundamentally know yourself. You have to know yourself first and know how you learn. Yeah. That's been the big that thing. That makes sense. Right? You can't just open the black box and, and, and try. You have to understand how is it that you comprehend and learn things. Mm-hmm. Right? What's your process? And so for me, I think the first stage of this is understand how Alex Chung learns. Yeah. And so how I've been doing that are, is I've realized that in life everything is intertwined. Right? Because for James, it's video games. Like, who would have ever... What did your mom tell you about playing video games? It's bad for you. <laughs> yeah. James learned a life lesson from video games, you know? And so everything is intertwined. When you teach yourself something, it directly applies to your career, physical health, yes. mental, uh, spiritual, whatever. It's all intertwined, you know? And so the big thing for me has been understanding fundamentally who I am and how I learn. And so right now... The first thing that I've been trying to teach myself is how to be a better basketball player. <laughs> because it's something that I'm tr- like I'm interested in yeah. and I enjoy. Yeah. Right? And I'm hoping to learn something about myself during this process that I can teach myself in other aspects of my life. What are you going to learn at the end of it? You're not 6'8 and 250 pounds? Well, it's not even just that. It's, it's just, just like, like how do I break down these different concepts for me to get better? All the while doing something that I love, right? That's the thing is I just want to be able to teach myself something and I want to see results. Yes. And then then reflect on like, oh, these are the things that I did to learn. I can take those lessons, 
and then apply that to storytelling because that's something that I've been in love with. I've I've just, I mean, obviously, like the whole vlogging thing is just like that. I hope is the next step of just like how do I become a better storyteller? How do I be able to articulate that through video and in the scope of like film? How do I, you know, transpose that and 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 you know find those find those different pieces in something else in my life fashion or whatever i feel like you're one step ahead because you're asking those questions rather than there's a lot of people this ties into um feedback and how people handle feedback sure how they improve themselves sure and there's so many people out there that are like i am who i am and what i do is great and i don't need to do any more yeah. Or like when someone tells them like a little piece of advice or yeah. like a little yeah, piece yeah, of wisdom, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will take For that sure. and see that as an attack on their character rather than yeah. That's so funny that you say that. That's so funny see you say that because um, people experience you differently than than how you experience and perceive yourself. That's been the biggest thing is. I don't notice some things about yes, me fundamentally. And then somebody verbalizes and expresses it to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Like, yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm like that at all. But their perception and their experience of me is like, no, but you are. You know, and I think that's been the big thing about feedback for me too. And, and why I've, I've done whatever I could to verbalize. Because yeah. people don't know. They're, they're, they don't see themselves. No, you can't. And it's weird that we're talking about this because in the span of like one or two weeks, I heard two talks, no, three talks, mm-hmm. two in person and one on TV, and all three individuals were very, very, very far in their professional careers, yeah. someone you could idolize, yeah. per se. And each one of them had the same message, and it's this, the message of... Find the people around you that can provide you that feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are comfortable. The the hardest part about getting feedback is that a lot of people are, a lot of your friends or or maybe uh, people you ask are too afraid to provide that feedback to you because they're afraid that you may react in a negative way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they surround themselves with a group of people that are able to provide that feedback. No, and it's not even just that. Like, I think some people sometimes... Yes, exactly. You're right. But the easy thing to do is surround yourself with people that reinforce your own thoughts and beliefs. Mm -hmm. Right? Instead of challenging, saying, oh, yeah, 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 what you're doing is right. This is the thing that you should be doing. Yeah. Right? Because they're unafraid to expand themselves. Yeah. Um... And, and yeah, I think that's been the big thing for me and, and how I've been here is I've, I've done whatever I could to surround myself, for example, like you, Kevin, that are going to challenge and expand and, and help me experience life in a way that's different and compelling and different. Uh, I, I, yeah. Or just I, like have the deep conversations that you need instead of the... Right, the shallow one, or someone that's going to ask me those questions of just like, when's it? What's the most impactful thing? Yes. So like, I want to ask you because I've been asking everybody. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's yeah, hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Um, and especially because James personal testimony is just so clear yeah. and just concise. But it's like, clear. the thing is, is we all have them. Yeah. You know, and so 
is there a moment in your life that it's totally. just been, wow, because I made this decision or I did this, my life was never the same? It's not so much a decision I made. It's more so an experience I've nice. had to, ex- the, to go through. And it was, I mean, it still defines me to this day as... Um, my first day in U.S., like, my first... Wow. Like, moving to another country with no idea how to speak the language, and, like, I'm a kid. Wait, so you were born in Germany. I was born in Germany. See, everybody forgets that. <laughs> yeah. Born in Germany, we, like, we moved out here for several reasons. Uh, one of the biggest ones is uh, opportunity. How obviously. old were you? I was only five. I was not Wow. And this still defines me to this day. I still reflect on that. That, that moment. Ex- that moment because wow. there could have been a part of me that stayed in Germany and been vastly different sure. than who I am right now. So tell us, <laughs> what is this moment? I'm like dying to know right now. The moment was... Or what did you learn? The moment was... I went in the kindergarten, mm-hmm. and the teacher told me, "All right, everybody, write your name down on a board, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then, and then everyone, like, I guess they talk to each other and whatever, they learn a little bit about each other." I realized when I wrote my name, I wrote it in a very different way because my mom writes in an old German way, and. A lot of kids just didn't know what the like what I wrote, and the kindergarten teacher thought I wrote it wrong. Yeah. So like right off the bat, I learned that I'm different. Yeah. Like right off the bat, I am different. The things that at home are going to be vastly different than what I learned at school. So I had to like learn that there. I already had to learn polarity that there's two different. A lot of kids go into school and, like, they were getting reinforced the thoughts and beliefs that they have sure. at, at home. But I would go to school, speak English, go home, speak German. And it was just, like, two di- vastly different worlds. And it already, like, made me more intro, like, introspective of, like, sure. yeah, 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 what yeah, yeah. I'm now experiences uh, yes. first. Yeah. And it made me more and more of an observant person. Sure, sure. And that's how it'd be, like, for the rest of my life, that's how I've been, like, much yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. observant and and seeing how people interact, yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. And filling out situations first. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's changed me in my professional career. I mean, it's, it's defined me in my professional career and, sure. and, and with families, relationships, yeah. all that. Because by default, you have to... Um, understand that experiences aren't catered to you yeah ah yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so yeah you're like oh yeah uh my experience isn't going to be like everybody else's yeah so automatically the hard way yeah the the hard way (laughs) i learned that like right off the get-go that walk a mile in someone else's shoes yeah 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 yeah. perspective perspective of like someone else from a different culture and like you have to learn that right away and i think a lot of kids who grew up bilingual have to learn that lesson right away um yeah love it love it yeah see and and i think that's i think that's perfect right um because i that's that's been the big thing of 
these these different learnings and whatnot they shape you yeah you know each one of these experiences that i've had in my life changed the course of the direction that i was going in or how i looked at the next situation differently my scope you know was different and i think that that in itself is why i love this question because no two answers are the same yeah you know um, and, and even like when you first rolled out like when you first said it and you said your your friend your 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 girlfriend's boyfriend says video games. I was like immediately yeah. like, mm, how, how is this going to relate to me? How is this going to relate to me? And I'm like, wow, really? Because yeah, 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 it yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah. And, and I it think... ma- doesn't matter how like a lot of people, like, when you ask that question, you're probably thinking of like that, that like thriller, drama, action movie Or like scene. some deep, crazy. Or Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. parents get killed or like yeah, exactly. something nuts. Right, 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 right. But it could be something as small as like learning how to beat a game or learning that your name is spelled in a different way, yep. in a different language. Like you can learn that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I love about the example that James gave me was it's so simple, but yeah. it's so relatable. Um, and at the same time, it's helped me put into perspective this new season of my life, right? Just opening up the black box and... You know, number one, understanding who I am and my experiences to this point in congruence to the ingredients in that black box. How am I going to take these things out mm-hmm. and assemble it in a way that's unique and effective for me? Yeah. Because, um, you know, the reality is, you know, I'm, I'm coming back to the town that I grew up in, you know, and I left at an age where I was still a, a kid. Yeah. You know, and I'm coming back now as an adult with ex- so much l- different life experience from the moment that I left. Um, and, you know, there is a part of it that's really exciting and, yeah. and, and cool. And then there's a part of me that's like, wow, a lot has changed here, right? Like, yeah. it's not like life stopped the moment I left. No. Right? Like, yeah, like things so many moving. things are so different. Yeah. Um, like for example, like the the biggest thing about my Los Angeles experience right now is just like I moved back home with my parents as an adult. Yeah, you know, and it took a level of humility and yes. and and, um, and and really understanding. Okay, how do I make the most out of this time together with my with my you know with my parents? And mm-hmm. the big thing has been number one, this is unique. Right, as an adult, as like a as a functioning adult to be like living with my parents is yeah. crazy. But the funny thing is, they're more my roommates right now than anything. Really? I love it, and they love it too. And I think my original plan was four months, and then I'm I'm out. You know, yeah. and I think you know, kind of where we are, and just kind of how rewarding this experience is. Is just like ah, oh, we may never live like this again. Yeah, and to really make the most out of these types of unique opportunities. Um, But also, you know, just to go back to it, like I really want to take this time to learn, you know, I kind of had this moment of solitude, a lot of time to myself. So what am I going to teach myself, right? How many times am I going to be able to open this black box and teach myself some things? And so, you know, that's been the really exciting thing for me. This season of life so far, at least until the moment that I move out, I really feel like, I need to be patient. Mm 
patience is like, you know, of the essence. But how am I going to spend this time of patience? Am I just going to sit and just hang out, you know? Or am I really going to use this time to teach myself, you know, to better myself? Um, And so... You know, that's what it's been like coming back, right? It, there, there's been a lot of humbling experience, but then there's a lot of uh, epiphanies as well where I'm like, ah, these are chances that I will look back on my life and be like, wow, because I took that time to open up the black box and do these things, I'm here. Whatever, wherever here is, right? I'll be looking out and being like, oh, how did, what did I do to, to, to get here? And I'll think about those experiences and like, oh, wow. Damn. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, shout out to James, man. That guy, like, I was very impressed with him um, because I know at 23, 24, like, man, that was not, that was the last thing on my mind, man. <laughs> you know? Um, but also it, it, for me, it really goes to show that like life is a journey and it's not even just a marathon. No, it's not a marathon is a control. It's 26 point. And it means that everyone, miles, everyone right, starts at the same time. Right. And but it, like life, you can learn something from someone who's 23. Exactly. You can learn something from someone who's 70. Yeah. And someone who's 70 can learn something from someone who's 23. For sure. It's, it for doesn't. Sure. Like, time is, like, that dimension that, I mean, a lot of people over time become more wise. Yep. But a lot of time, well, not a lot of times, but, like, often, yeah, um, people become older, are set in their ways, sure. and not learning those new experiences. They could learn, sure. maybe, mashing up buttons. Yeah. They've been le- mashing up buttons for, for 70, 70 years. For 70 years, exactly, yeah. I think wisdom comes to those who listen. Yes. Yeah. I feel um, like that's where... Yeah. And I, I think life isn't a marathon at all. The marathon is a controlled environment. There's a path. You know the mileage. You know exactly... The way I look at life right now is it's um, it's dog racing. <laughs> it's thousands of miles in the snow. And you can't... Sometimes you can't even see what's in front of you. Sometimes you're hungry. You're balto. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes your dogs are sick. You know, or or they're struggling and, like, there's so many variables, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's it's a lot more yeah. treacherous. Was it the Iditarod? <laughs> the <laughs> big dog racing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, like, that's that's what I feel like life is to me right now. Yeah. It's it, – a marathon is – yeah, it, it, <laughs> it barely... but it's like I guess the risk of stopping is the rest of the world moving beyond and past you, rather yeah. than freezing to death. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing is in life if, when you start stop growing, I think you're just dying. Whoa! I, is that? I that's mean, that's so just old. how I feel, though. That's really how I feel. It's like yeah. when you stop growing, it's like okay, cool. Then you're making those steps closer to your death. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, I I think that's why it's important um, to keep growing. No matter where you are in your life, always grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, those are the things that, like, I'm really trying to to focus on, you know? Like, you know, if you're asking, like, you know, where where am I in the scope of things, it's just, like, I'm excited because... 
I think I've taken the time now to really understand who Alex Chung is. And and I want to take that next step, you know, start writing that next chapter of just like, okay, then because you know yourself, because that's what everything starts from. Now, what can you achieve? Mm-hmm. Right? Like upon learning yourself, now teach yourself some things. Is it, is it SpaceX? <laughs> is it Mars? Who knows, man? Who knows? I think I, I think that's the crazy thing about life. Space? It's just like, you know what? In this moment, I, I can't tell you. No. I wish I could tell you, you know, but I don't know. But the thing is, I want to tell you one day. <laughs> hey, I'm going to space, bitch. Yeah. Bye. Blink. No, it's, it's what we it's what we talked it's what we talked about earlier. It's just like I want to call, give me that call. I want to call you one day. I want like, your podcast yeah. in space. Yeah, I'm like Kevin. Quit your job right now. Quit your job. I got job. two tickets. Yeah, no, no, no. And and you're gonna board this plane SFO <laughs> at 11:30 tonight. All right, I can't tell you anything. I can't tell you anything else. Cape Canaveral is the destination. I can't even tell you the destination. I'm like, yo, like that's my dream. Yeah, that's honestly my dream is to be able to make that phone call. Yeah, and be like, assemble everyone together. (laughs) Everybody, like all you know, um, some like yeah interstellar like mission I mean, where you're and it doesn't flying. even have to, it doesn't even have to be space yes man. Like, it has it be... to be space what do you mean <laughs> you were the tesla it has to be space no no no, no. spacex is obviously the next idea no 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 i think no? i think um the funny thing is that's somebody else's dream that's Every, my dream yeah and, and and that could be that could be your dream but the all thing right is, wait, wait 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 let's slow down if you got a ticket to yeah. go to mars where'd you go that's a tough question. Like, there's a part of me that would be like, absolutely. I think yeah, I would go. Let's I say would, it was a round I, trip. Let's not make it sound more yeah, than yeah, just yeah. like a one-way mission. <laughs> like, it's to like save the Earth. Well, or like, shit. yeah, exactly. Like, you're you're one of fourteen <laughs> selected. Let's not make it. <laughs> you had the crazy. necessary skills let's to say, start a new civilization. It's a round trip, but it takes like six oh, for months sure. for sure. Take six Without months a doubt. to travel to Mars. Without a doubt. I would too. To be honest, like imagine the crew that you're with for six yeah. months on the way to a place. Sure. You get there, you experience that, and you're back on this yeah. way six months. That's like you leaving San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, what an incredible six challenge. Six months as well. on the journey to Australia. You go to Australia, live there for, let's say, one, two years. Yeah. And you come back, it's another six months. Imagine the kind of life experiences. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I think that's ultimately what I'm trying to replicate on Earth right now. <laughs> you know, before we, we book our flights to Mars, I want to replicate that on Earth. Like, that's, that's honest yeah. to God, like, yeah. kind of, like, where and where my focus is right now is... How do I set up those challenges, right? Because um, life, life, a lot of people say life is hard, but life can be easy and that's when it's dangerous. When life is easy yeah, and things are just being handed to you. Yeah. And, or like when life is so easy that you can be comfortable. For and sure. And you don't need... And I think that's why I, 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 my big thing, kind of the, the theme of this podcast has been like, life is all about growth. Yeah, and just kind of like understanding, um, and and being able to experience 
you know, all the, all the different things that life can give you, you know? And like, that's why every experience, especially abroad for me has been like, oh, I really need to appreciate this. There are people who only dream about this. Here I am experiencing it firsthand. Open the black box. Open the black box, baby. Come on, dude. I like this. Kevin, I hope you open the black box. But I feel like you always open up the black box in your own way. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we have fistful of snacks had we had not opened up the black box. Yes, of course. And the funny thing is, um, if we were so caught up on oh, I wonder what people think about this. Yeah. Then we would have stopped after one episode. You know? <laughs> when we got the first 11 listeners. Yeah, like, exactly, oh, exactly. And I think that's what's awesome is it's sometimes hard to find people that are willing to go to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are. Eight you know? episodes. Well, well, I mean, yeah, and, and, and being able to do this again, yeah. you know, and I'm sure listening back to this, we'll be shocked at just how vastly different these episodes are. <laughs> Yes. You know, it's like, oh, we've grown. We've grown. We went from uh, a 20-minute discussion on purple heart emojis. Yeah, exactly. We started at, like, heart emojis, and we've evolved to, like, life lessons. Some just philosophical. Yes. Very deep. Yeah. um, Deep conversations. And so I think that's been the the big piece, Um, just the evolution of just my experiences and where I've where I've gone and where I want to go ultimately. Well, hopefully our next episode isn't seven months away. Oh, I hope not. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We got to do this again. Yeah. It's just a no brainer. We can't leave them hanging for seven months. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's some like Atlanta (laughs) Game of Thrones type shit right there where you like leave them hanging for a year. <laughs> it's been too long. To be honest, it's been too long. Yeah, th- I mean, good. this is this has just been a long time coming. I'm just so glad that we were on the same page yeah. upon me being here in San Francisco. Yeah. You're like, dude, let's do I just it. Hit you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you knew like I was ready. Four lines, four lines of text. Like, pew, 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 pew. Hey, <laughs> let's do it. Um, but yeah, I think that's the thing. And I would challenge whoever's listening is like. Man, I would love to hear from people of like what they've been doing and yes. and how they're opening that black box and um not only just that like what what do you have to add to this, you know? Yes. Do you do you have a personal this, experience? I would love to open this up to our listeners and have that like yeah. read that out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just to see um, because we're just two fooligans, man. We're just two idiots that like, we don't know anything to be honest. Like it's exactly no. what we talked yeah. about. We don't know anything, no. you know, we're just, we're just sharing our own experiences and like, that's really the extent of it. Um, but I think the more of a collaborative conversation that this could be, the more we can learn, right. The more yeah. stories like the James story that we're able to hear, you know, and then learn from. So yeah, I, I think that's the big thing is like, yeah, let's say you're listening to this and you've made it 51 minutes into it and you're like, <laughs> wow, these I'm guys are, yeah, like I'm actually, well, like I'm here still. Yeah. Like I just wonder, like, man, even off the cuff, it doesn't even have to be official, like recorded or anything, but I'd just love to talk to you. Yeah. 
send us a comment like send us a, or anything send man us anything yeah yeah like message in a bottle that you catch on the beach <laughs> open it up my yeah and i'm not even like yeah and that's the thing it's just like yeah i'm not even trying i'm just trying to be really genuine this is like genuine not unsolicited yeah 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 um but yeah i mean this yeah. is so awesome kevin man i'm just so grateful for you as well i think that's been the the biggest piece for me man is is i'm very thankful that i have you in my life and to be able to articulate that to you like yeah, yeah i think that you've impacted me and like the fact that we even have this is really cool yeah. likewise yeah and so man you've grown uh, a lot i mean i've grown a lot yeah. like through listen i mean it's only been eight episodes but yeah 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 like yeah it's funny this like i wonder i mean there i'm sure there are people who have listened to all eight at this point or whatever and like yeah it's just cool it's cool to be able to track that right because like by no means are we like saving the world here you know <laughs> like i think based on the last seven episodes like by no means by no means are we even close to adding value to anyone's life <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My dream oh. is just that, like, my my dream, honestly, just for the means... last bit of seriousness before yeah. we wrap yeah, things yeah. up, okay. is that one person is like, ah, this made me feel a type of way. I got something from this. Yes. Because then it's all worth it. Yeah. Right? Like, then it's not just two guys sitting in a room having conversations anymore. It's like, right. oh, this means something to somebody. Yeah. You know, and then and then then the rest is history. Then it's like, okay, cool. Then we did our jobs. Yeah, the rest can fall away. Yeah, or it's not even our jobs, but like we did, we contributed. That's when I like grab the umbrella and I like lift it off. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Fistful snacks part two. The last episodes. The last episode. And I'm just. Uh, when can we do this again? <laughs> Let's run it back. Yeah. Should we just film like 14 more episodes right now? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm yeah, like... part three, part four, part five. Uh, all of them are coming in in series. You can buy them on Amazon. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy if one day we got paid to do this. So this would be ridiculous. Yeah. I you know what? There's two guys out here in the world somewhere or girls. They get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. Impressive. That's all, that's so yeah. cool. That is cool. That's really cool. That's right. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fistful of snacks. Fistful Shout out snacks. to you guys. Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs>